0: Welcome to the latest episode of the Hubcast. I'm Katie Apple, the Executive Director of Nonprofit Hub and Do More Good, and one of your co-hosts today.
1: And I'm Jordan Geysert, Assistant Executive Director and your other host. Each episode of the Hubcast is designed to give you, our listener, ideas and inspiration to move your organization from good to growth. In every episode, we feature a thought leader who is working in or with the nonprofit sector to do more good. Today,
0: we have a special episode recapping the spring session of our flagship conference, Cause Camp. We're joined by nonprofit guru and Cause Camp MC, Julia Campbell. Julia, welcome. Thank you.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: We're so glad to have you here, Julia, Mm -hmm. um, for this special episode. Um, I'm not sure anyone knows Cause Camp quite as well as you do. You're (laughs) a past speaker. You've served as our MC for the past two years. What made this year unique?
2: Well, it was virtual again. So I wouldn't, I probably wasn't unique because the last time I did, it was virtual, but this time it was much more hopeful. I feel like the last time we were in the midst of the pandemic when it was virtual and it was a very uncertain time. We weren't really sure where the world was going to end up. It was kind of in the throes of racial justice protests and, um, uprisings and there was so much turmoil. Of course, there's still turmoil right now and there's still uprisings, um, right now, but I think it's just a little bit, it seemed a little bit more hopeful. I got that from the attendees, everyone that I talked to networked with virtually in chat and on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And after the conference, the people are, they're less stressed. They're less overwhelmed. I think they are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. And now we're all trying to wrap our heads around where do we go from here and what do we want to bring with us now that, you know, in Massachusetts, the lockdown measures and the state of emergency is going to be lifted in two weeks. So where do we go from here? Where do we, what do we want to bring with us? We keep heading towards the light. Yes, exactly. Life. I that's what I that's what I really saw. I saw a lot of okay, we're in this together. 2020 was horrible. 2021 did not start off so well, but you All know right? what? We are putting on our big girl pants and we're going to get it done and we're going to be a lot more proactive than reactive.
0: So it's always interesting to hear the themes and the takeaways that our attendees found powerful. Sometimes they're themes that we didn't even intend. Um, What did you hear? What do you think the most powerful takeaways were?
2: I heard a lot. A a lot of people emailed me um, and connected with me on LinkedIn and sent me emails. And one thing I heard over and over again was just the energy of the speakers and the fresh faces and the fresh perspectives. And that's really what I love about Coscamp, and I say this all the time, is it's not the same people you see over and over and again, although people might be getting sick of me at this point, but it's not the same. The same people. Um, it's not the same leaders that we've had in the sector for years and years. And there's a time and place for that, and their knowledge and expertise is certainly valuable. But Coscamp always makes a concerted effort to really bring together diverse perspectives and diverse voices. And I think this year we heard from people that you know I had I had never seen speak. I knew Tammy from some speaking that we had done together. And I knew she was like absolutely fabulous, but I was so excited to see, you know, brand new, like emerging rock stars like Sierra Selby. Um, And Marianne Dersh is very established, but I love seeing her have a stage. And I think that it was the energy that was brought was something like a theme that I heard over and over again. I love
1: seeing people like pop up in the chat, like all day. I'm yes. um, saying like really positive things, helping each other out. Um, I really loved the breakout sessions because people had kind of a smaller group to bounce ideas off of. The one that I was in wrote um, like tangible copy to take back to their organizations right away. So I just that's my favorite thing about Cause Camp is we're always sending people home with something really valuable. Exactly, exactly, including more energy.
0: One of my favorite reviews was actually it was for Marianne Dirsch and it referred to her segment as having effervescent badassery. Yes! I, wow! Wow! wow. That's what said that is just like a tagline. <laughs> well, Marianne already came back and said that she's having T-shirts printed up, so watch out <laughs> for that.
2: Effervescent badassery—that is so true. She was giving me such Brene Brown vibes. Every Mm. time I talk to her, um, that's the, it's it's very calming. She's like very centering, but she's still very powerful and she's not shy. She's, She's a lot like Brene Brown in that way where she's kind of, you know, she's very forceful, but she's still very empathetic and compassionate and comes at things from that direction. So I love the idea of wrapping up a conference with a session on how do you use all of these ideas? How do you incorporate all of these tactics? You've seventy-five pages of notes, and how do you actually implement these things and put them into action? And it's so much more of the mindset and getting buy-in, um, right. and that's the big issue I think that happens at a lot of organizations is they they go or they attend these conferences and these summits, and they end up thinking completely differently about their job or their department, they end up with three pages of actual ideas they can implement right away. And then they may, hopefully not, but may get stonewalled at their organization. So I did like that Marianne gave us some real strategies to deal with that.
1: Yeah. I took some quick notes at the end of the day while she was speaking and I wrote down, I was like, she was like, there's like four steps And one was establish rapport and ask questions to the person you're trying to convince and then listen. And she said with empathy and wisdom. And I was like, oh, like, and she was like, you don't have to solve anything for them. Just listen, just like hear them, see them, and then like (laughs) find your opening. Like what, when can you, what can you use to convince them that this idea is something that is going to help the organization and solve an issue. So Mm -hmm. I, I, I loved hearing um, that four-step process.
2: It's just so important. I, and that was, that was kind of a theme with a lot of the other presentations, because a question that I asked almost every speaker, if I got the chance was what are your top tips in getting buy-in either from Mm -hmm. coworkers or from higher ups and the board? Because everyone has a different perspective and everyone had such like really, really great advice. And I do think that when you come to someone and they're skeptical or they say, oh, you, you know, these are just trends, or this is not something that's gonna work here. This goes against the status quo. This has never been done. I mean, we've heard all of those things. I think Coscamp is actually like an antidote to that, like fighting mm-hmm. that mentality of the status quo and this is how things have always been done because we're the
0: antidote to being stuck.
2: Yeah, exactly. I like that. I I love that. I think that, you know, and you give the speakers so much leeway, which is another thing. I remember being a, a speaker in 2019 and really just appreciating the trust that you placed in us and you gave us some guidelines and some guidance and Um, you know, you talked with us, you answered questions and, you know, gave us some information on past talks and things like that, but you really just trusted us to bring our, our wisdom and our perspective and our like unique flair to cause camp. So I also think that that, I think that's appreciated by the speakers, but then I also think that makes for better presentations.
0: I do too. I mean, you're always going to present better when you're in the comfort of who you are and what you know. Mm -hmm. And we know that the speakers we bring on board, they are the experts. That's, That's who we want to hear from and that's definitely who our audience wants to hear from.
1: This Hubcast is sponsored by our friends at Thrivent. Thrivent delivers solutions for banking, investments, insurance, and giving that help you achieve what matters to you and your community. We really appreciate all Thrivent does to support us so that we can continue to bring you the best content. Find out more about Thrivent at www.thrivent.com. This Hubcast is also sponsored by Firespring. Firespring provides strategic guidance activated through creative marketing, printing, and website solutions to help thousands of nonprofits prosper in all the 50 states and all over the world. Firespring has been there for us since we began Nonprofit Hub, and we thank them for their continued support. Find out more about Firespring services at www.firespring.com. And now back to the Hubcast. So the 2019 lineup was incredible. It was, That was such a fun year. And we had, um, it was like you, Shannon Doolittle, Rachel Muir, and both those ladies created a... Um, like a free downloadable guide, like Rachel's is like ten ways to delight your donors, mm-hmm. and it just has like really like sweet little things you can do. And like mm-hmm. I know there's a ton of giving days coming up, so if people are interested, they can go to our website and download those guides from those awesome speakers.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, anything by Rachel Muir she's incredible, rock star. Yeah, and I I loved it because I had met, I I wanted to meet Kishana. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon Harvey, I'd actually followed on Instagram for a while. Uh, I'd wanted to meet Shannon. I'd wanted to meet Rachel. I just had seen them in my peripheral vision all over the place. And it really brings out this kind of camaraderie. And it, it just, um, I don't know. And what the other thing I like about Cause Camp, when we can go back in person, uh, is the speaker's are really expected to participate, which I think is fantastic. And I really liked about 2019 um, because I can't stand just flying in, doing a presentation, flying out. I want to be a part of the conversations. (laughs) I want to network. I want to answer questions. And that's actually really why I liked being the host and MC because I was there for the whole day, you know, and I, I was interacting. I was talking with people. I was taking notes on all of the different sessions. I actually got to really listen to all of the different sessions and really pay attention. So that's the advantage of not having to do your own 45 minute session.
1: Yeah. You have to really enjoy
2: everyone else's.
0: (laughs) Well, and you set the bar for engagement from our speakers. I I think we even saw that in a virtual setting, everybody stuck around for the whole day. They were active in the chat. They gave away their LinkedIn profile URL and email address, you know, I think that's so important. The sector doesn't want to just be spoken to. They want to connect with people who are experts in the areas they need help. And you've done a great job of kind of setting that trend, both through Cause Camp and everything else you do.
2: Thank you. I, that's definitely something that I'm seeing coming out of the pandemic, where people are, they they want community. They want fewer recorded videos that they have to watch. You know, they want more community, more live interaction, more networking, even if it's in a virtual setting or it's a hybrid setting. I definitely see that the community piece is a huge, huge part of it because then, you know, they're, they're building those relationships that they can use when they're trying to get their next job or they're going off on their own or, you know, even someone that has an idea for a marketing campaign that they haven't thought of All those kinds of things.
0: It's so important to follow the speakers too, because I mean, Cause Camp is a snapshot in time. And the revelations that these speakers provide, I'm thinking about um, Tammy Charles and Sierra Selby, who are super active on LinkedIn. And just by following them, the ongoing training that I get, that our attendees can get, and Julia, you as well. So, one of the top rated speakers was Tammy Charles and i tell you what i've heard so many people talk about partnerships mm-hmm. but she really kind of gave it a new angle um fresh perspective and it was inspirational but it was also down and dirty here's how to do it
2: what what did you think julia well i i just i think that the energy that she brings and that unique viewpoint that she has is is just it just Sort of transcends the screen, um, and you can really tell that Tammy is very passionate about what she does, and she's just like living her truth and like so authentic. So I do love what was written in your in the blog recap for Cos Camp. Tammy threw the traditional partnership model out like it was day old takeout. <laughs> Although I might eat day old takeout, but I don't know. Depends. Yeah, I guess it, was- it depends what it is. <laughs> but I understand the metaphor. I think that what I loved about her was that she really challenged us to think about partnerships in a way that it's not just transactional. It's not just, here's a list of benefits that you will get when you partner with us. Here's the silver, gold, bronze level of you know what you get when you sponsor our event or what you get when you... Um, host a program or become a board member. She wants to create a world where people are actually working on solving social problems, businesses and nonprofits hand in hand. And I think that's really the only way to go because businesses right now, they really are all looking after their bottom line and they're being very strategic and careful where they put their philanthropic dollars and their corporate sponsorships and their partnerships. So making it a win-win, especially as younger people are entering the workforce, younger people, you know, the younger end of millennials, Gen Z, they are incredibly laser focused on making a difference and they want to work for companies that are focused on solving social problems or at least partnering with organizations that are doing that work. So the more that you know, the more that we can focus on almost the mutual benefit of partnerships, which is what she really talked about. Um, you know, she said, and this is just a, a quote that was written in your blog. Rather than forcing a trade-off between making money and doing good, shared value encourages business innovations that increase profits by contributing to social progress. And it's just such a wider, bigger picture than here are 10 ways to approach your next corporate sponsor.
0: No kidding. One of our other speakers, Bill McHendry, he didn't yes. touch on this, but it reminded me as I heard Tammy speak, he does a, a talk on ROI to the third power. Mm. And it really talks on return on investment, which we all know about. That's how we traditionally think of it. But also return on impact and involvement when you have a really good partnership, all three exist and all three actually strengthen the other. Mm-hmm. And I th- I think you're right. This upcoming generation of leaders, we want to volunteer. We want to have say in what we're working on. We don't mm-hmm. just want to focus on the dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I think that's, it's something that I have heard come up in job discussions um you know are there ways here are there paid days off to volunteer what kinds of um organizations and nonprofits and causes does this company support how philanthropic are they uh i think it's a conversation that especially younger generations are having but more and more businesses are hopefully having um and then that just gives more opportunity for even the smallest of nonprofits to kind of get a foothold and get some more, um, recognition.
1: Julia, during, uh, the end of the day, you had a really great thing that you said, and I would love if you would repeat it for our audience.
2: Sure. You know, it's so challenging to recap a day like Cause Camp without going into each individual session and pulling out all of the takeaways. And you really want to leave people feeling inspired and hopeful. So, um, these were my ending comments, my closing comments, there are reasons to hope. We're seeing the way out of this long and dark tunnel that was the pandemic. And we have to ask ourselves, what does this all mean for us? Where do we go from here? I do believe that from discomfort comes opportunity. And I think there's still so much to be done. And that's what today is about. You came to Cause Camp today, you signed up, you enrolled because you're a leader, because you stepped up to learn to network, to learn skills that enable you to make a bigger impact. You're a leader. Leadership means challenges, being uncomfortable, making hard decisions, and not knowing what is next and doing the hard work anyways. And I closed um, by quoting Alice Walker, we are the ones we've been waiting for.
1: Uh, Julia, you always nail it.
2: (laughs) Thank you. I love love writing, I love speaking. I love nonprofits. I'm just a big sap.
1: <laughs> I was watching
0: you though. As, I mean, that was not a red statement. That was from the heart, truly. Mm-hmm. So that was the perfect way to close the day. I think it's the perfect way to close this podcast. Julia, thank Podcasting. you so much. Always a joy.
2: You're the best. Oh, thank you both. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for joining us for today's Hubcast. If you missed CauseCamp, no worries. All past Cause Camp recordings, as well as on-demand webinars, tools, and guides are available in the Cause Network. You can check out the network and more great content to get your nonprofit from good to growth at nonprofithub.org. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.